it's time for Measure Twice. We need- Hi, welcome to Measure we Twice. I'm Rob Perugini, along with Joel Graver from Graver Customer Modeling, who's in the background talking. Yes. I'll make you put your chewing gum behind your ear. I'm just kidding. Oh, what? Can you That's, hear it? Can you hear it? We're going to get to that after the That's like announcement. the only thing you can hear. <laughs> Why would you put chewing gum behind your ear? Well, let me tell everybody who they're listening to. That was Chris Kramer that you just heard. This is Measure Twice, the show that helps you envision your home's potential. You're listening to us on Michiana's News Talk 95.3 MNC. And uh, we are brought to you by the good folks that me- uh, we are Measure Twice. That's who yeah. they're sponsoring. Leatherman Supply sponsoring our show. Um, everything, windows, doors, cabinets, and countertops with the showroom now open in Granger. Right next to C. Kramer Interiors, it's Leatherman Supply. And Hoosier Hardwood Floors, Michiana's trusted and valued experts on hardwood floors. You could visit them at HoosierHardwoodFloors.com. That's what happens when I hit, when we go on air <laughs> and we're chit-chatting. Yes. Yeah. They were like chit-chatting because that's what we do. Not like we stop talking when... We actually like each other. I know. <laughs> just, the conversation keeps going. Yeah. I just turn the mic on and off. Yeah. <laughs> and then we just catch those like right there. My, I had my... First grade teacher, if you were chewing gum, she'd make you put it behind your ear. Really? Yeah. Mrs. Harp. She Why do we always remember out? our first grade teacher? <laughs> I, yeah. Uh, that's really? her thing. Yeah. So you, I didn't know if that was a th- just a thing in general, but is that a gum thing? behind Are your you ear. familiar with that, or is that the first time you've ever heard? No, I've heard of it before, yeah. Okay, I was just making sure. Like, I never meant that? No? Yeah. You could do. That's exactly why. It's a great place should. to save it. You know. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> you want to take a, a bite of peanuts and you don't want to ruin your gum. <laughs> <laughs> oh, There's nothing worse than chewing gum after you had like some that's right. yeah. when, when peanuts or popcorn yeah. or when something. Joel yeah. and Chris don't measure twice, they have to put their gum by. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's our punishment. <laughs> That's pretty much funny. So if you don't think for a second these guys don't work together all the time on projects, that's what they're chit-chatting about. And I was, I'm all ready to talk about something else that might be a little bit boring. But Chris, you said something that that you said it just before I went. We had to go on the air. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you were talking about, you know, sometimes you have to stop adding to a project. You got to stop changing things. Right. You got to let it, us get it done. Yeah. Right. Or else it'll, it'll be the never or ending. It'll project, never get done. Right? It'll never get started. That's true. Sometimes but, it like that, you know, sometimes it, that's where it gets bogged down. If you change things, if you try to change things midstream, it's easier for us to like, cause we can say, well, this is where we're at and this is where we will be at. Are you sure you want to? you want to great okay <laughs> well i think there's a couple different versions of changing things. there's the changing things in the planning phase mm-hmm. right where mm-hmm. you kind of start visualizing right yep and then you have the changing things um as you go through like you're in the in the middle of a project and somebody says oh well, we can do this i just know that we didn't have this problem that we thought we were going to have so we can we can do this right we right. can change up right and then there's the addition i'm going to change and add yeah. something in the middle which is what you were just talking about and sometimes you can do it sometimes you can't and then there's the dreaded you're you've completed one section and now you realize you could have done something and you really want to do it one involves demolition sometimes <laughs> you know that's not you never want to take like it's a terrible feeling i bet to take down 
what you just did. Yeah. It's got to be just like, ugh, ugh. no, yeah. Try not to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Try not to. Because that's Typically, just money, right? At that point. That doesn't happen. Every now and again. So that, and, you, and usually if that happens, it's because somebody else came in and was like, oh, well, why wouldn't you have done this? And then they're like, oh, that's a great idea. No, it's not a good idea. Well, that's, look, let me liken this to hockey. That's why the third man in penalty is more than the other two, pen- the, the, the other penalty. The third man in really is the, and that's that. That's third man in syndrome. Yeah. Where another set of eyes looks at this. Yeah. Ooh. I had my best friends over and they thought that this should be like this and not like this. Yeah. And they know more than you do. Right. <laughs> well, I think we just got into what Chris's psyche is. Yeah. <laughs> but I think. I can't say that it's always bad to have another set of eyes see something every now and then, but no, absolutely not. But when you've planned, you know, we say this a lot. Like when you planned ahead, there are things accounted for, right? Um, but and I've heard you talk about projects where you've run into things and you need another set of eyes to look at it. Oh yeah. <clears throat> but when you're when you're planning, there's a point where enough is enough, right? There's there's it's easy for me to visualize like on a brand new build. Like a brand new build. Now you dig the hole. Once you've dug the hole and you've put the, you laid the foundation, that's what the footprint of the house is. You know, like there it is. That's, that's probably not changing. Right. Yeah, typically. Like, yeah. Yeah. That usually doesn't. But I, I feel like in remodel, you might not always have that opportunity. It doesn't always look like this is set. This is what it is. Right. It looks like you can just keep changing stuff. Yeah, sometimes, you know, that's That's what it feel. looks like, yeah. I'm saying. That's the optic. Yeah. But yeah. sometimes <laughs> making changes has more of a domino effect because it's there's a reason things were decided the way they were. Right. And you pull, make that change, and it changes the next three things after that. Right. I mean, I and that's, totally can see that. And it's, and it, so to make just a, oh, I need it, then you have to kind of go through and say, well, this was decided because we needed this, this, and this. But if we change, take this out, then we lose all of this. I'm assuming when you're talking about moving plumbing and that type of thing, that's pretty finite. Oh, moved it before. I mean, I know you move it, but I mean, like changing midstream <clears throat> could be kind expensive. of expensive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it can be done, but it gets expensive. Oh, it's only money. And you guys said that a lot. I mean, anything can be done, but the, your costs—it just adds cost. Yeah. So at, do you, in your mind, when you're doing projects, have a point where you're always keeping in mind, like, okay, we're doing this. Like, do you, is there like warning? Like, do you say, okay, when we do this, that phase is done. You know, do you, is that part of the communication process with, with customers? Like letting them know, like, okay, this is, this part's done. Do you work in phases, I guess? You work in phases, but typically you're not like, I I never am saying anything like, well, we're we're going to be closing this up. So if you want to make changes, now, I mean, I, like you're uh, that would be asking for you're it. asking <laughs> for it. You're inviting issues, right? And that's not good. I know, and it's it. I got to tell you, if I'm listening right now, I'm saying, well, that might seem a little rigid. And what we're saying is, it's that's we have to. You have to. We've said this before. You live in the world of the reality. And so that you have to, reality keeps moving, time keeps moving forward, yeah. right? Adding time and dollars. 
And, mm-hmm. and that's actually a protection for the consumer. Mm-hmm. If believe it or not, you know, in my mind, I can make the argument that moving projects forward, being having that be your focus protects the person who's paying for it. Yeah. Oh yeah. A lot. Protects them from themselves, protects yeah. them from the environment, protects them from their friends who come in and <laughs> say, Oh, you know, everything's an octagon, you know, or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. They would say, but that's, that's kind of like a, a thing, you know? No, my, my favorite is, uh, Oh, my brother-in-law was here from Minnesota or whatever. And he does some remodeling and he doesn't think you're doing that right. <laughs> Just let me finish and then we'll decide whether or not it was right. Yeah. On and this part, this particular thing. That's the, uh, and you just, like, I say this all the time, but like the, the, the shows on HGTV or wherever you see the shows, they're just, entire programming revolves around that. Because that's all that happens on those shows is people come in and like, this is messed up, you know, like, and yeah. so people have that, are, are now conditioned to do that, to, you know, look at that sort of thing you know you we don't hire people and they only have like a day to do it like that's not right that's not how the world works you know that's not do you remember homes on homes the show I, oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. that was huge and, I, and everybody believed that guy was like the best thing ever which yeah, i mean he's fine contractor and carpenter i you know i just i remember years ago it was shortly after he got big and we were in a place just for a small project, like two, three days. And this lady that we were working for, huge Homes on Homes fan. And she just kept telling us, like, that's not, that's not how Homes does that. <laughs> I was like, this is not worth it. <laughs> well, I will tell you that what you see, there's all kinds of things that go on before what you see on TV. Oh, yeah, there has to be. You yeah. know, and Chris has ruined it all for me because now I look in the corners in the background and stuff, <laughs> I'm like, like, oh my goodness, that's not flush. Look at that. That's not, that's not just yesterday. They were showing, we have an hour before they show up and the fireplace isn't installed. <laughs> and I'm like, I turned to, you know, my wife and I was like, they filmed that like the first day. Yeah. You know, because, and she's like, what do you mean? I was like, there's no fire. They're not putting a fireplace in, in an hour, you know, and right. then putting furniture in front of it and stuff. You know, this is still showbiz. But when we come back, We're going to learn what enough is enough really is. Welcome back to Measure Twice. I'm Rob Perugini along with Chris Kramer from C. Kramer Interiors and Joel Graber from Graber Custom Remodeling. This is the show that helps you envision your home's potential. We're, we're listening to us on Michigan's News Talk 95.3 MNC, and we're brought to you by uh, Leatherman Supply. Everything, windows, doors, cabinets, and countertops, with a showroom now open in Granger next to C. Kramer Interiors and Hoosier Hardwood Floors. Michigan is trusted and valued experts on hardwood floors. You can visit them at HoosierHardwoodFloors.com. I, I had an issue because Chris said, like a Ben Franklinism, I think that was yeah. Ben Franklin. <laughs> And then I was like, am I rushing? And it totally screwed me up. I was like, oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Um, <laughs> he said haste makes waste. It's an old cliche. Yeah. I don't know. Cliches are that for a reason, right? Mm-hmm. 
I think that's what is what is that called? Like a idiom or something? I don't know. The right. haste makes waste, but it's true. And you you can find people who are in a rush in you don't need to to be an expert in in, a, in businesses sometimes to see haste. Right. Right. The I had a coach that used to say hustle don't hurry. You know like Yeah. Yeah. Hustling means you know what you're doing and you're right. doing it and it's working. Hurrying means you're cutting corners and, and yep. yep. And I don't know can the would you have advice for somebody? You can't advise people on the air, I don't think, to go in and look and see if somebody's been, you know, rushing, you know, rushing through a job. But are there indications that you can see? Have you seen it before? Have you have you seen jobs or come in on jobs or looked at projects? You're like, man, I think they, I think they rushed through this thing. Like, what are some of the things that that you see, Chris? in your world that point to the person that did this was in a hurry. Uh, framing. Yeah. They're clapping it together. I've seen that before. Trim too. Trim. Yeah. Some of the finishing. I feel like trim. You not, it's not even possible to rush their trim. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, it is. Oh yeah. I mean, Yeah. You'll see it periodically, like there'll be ugly cock joints because they're just slapping it up there, not right. fitting. Right. Do they have pre-made trim, pre-cut? Uh, you get it in lengths. Not no. pre, not pre-cut. Pre to, I don't know what the name of the when they. How do? What's the name when you have mitered, mitered, mitered pre-mitered? No, because nothing's squared. Yeah. Right. Exactly. You have to do it to the room. Right. That's the trick. By the way, and I don't have that trick. Uh, I don't own the trick. I don't have it either. <laughs> it's so funny. I'll go through a whole stack of wood trying to get one angle. <laughs> the board. I, st- I don't cut the other end of the board. I don't. Need I just to do it here <laughs> until I get it right, and then I measure it. There's so my eight point. foot board ends up being a six foot board. By the <laughs> he's looking for a closet to trim yeah. out. Yeah, he was doing the living room, but. You have closet length. I could measure not. I could measure a dozen times and still not get it right. <laughs> I, I don't know what my problem is, man. That's I don't know. Funny. And Joel sits here, <laughs> and I've seen him do it. You just, I don't know the 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 with trim. In my mind, even if you're <laughs> rushing through it, it takes a long time. It you know, I don't is, know. I just, ugh. like I said, well. Sofa will hide that. <laughs> <laughs> We've said this a lot on the air. If you if there's one thing that we're gonna say, just hire somebody to do, it's trim. It's worth it. It just eats money. <laughs> it just, just and it's and it's visible and it's a finishing. It's just gives it a more. It's a finished look. So I mean, yeah. it's not like, oh my, I'll just fill that with caulk. My big gaps because. <laughs> In the corners, yeah, because I'm mitering the corner, and that's not. And you should be coping. Yes, they cope, but they don't. Yeah, but then when Joel said the word coping to me, it was already after I did one whole room, and I went home, and I'm like, Lisa, here's why that doesn't look right because I thought you have to miter cut everything. Yeah, I did. That's not the case. When you figure out coping, you're like, oh my, it still doesn't look great for me because I'm not good at it, but it looked a thousand times better. Oh, yeah. And coping means 
Well, you should. It do. means hire somebody. Well, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's bourbon. Um, <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. No, uh, but explain what you mean by coping. So, so coping is uh, you run a instead. So a miter joint is typically forty fives. Uh, twenty two and a half. Twenty two and a half. You got to be more specific because but degree de- degree angles okay. that you're using. Um, Can you program that on your saw? I don't. I there someday, are those. There yeah, are those someday. saws. I do not have one of those. I have the manual, <laughs> and it works for me just fine. Um, but so in in a corner, like yeah, yeah, yeah not, not, not quite that manual. Joel the Beaver Graver. That's right. They did this. This is how it was done in the 18th century. That's right. <laughs> he uses the word ye, yeah. ye while he's doing it. I am. I have a uh, ye coping a, saw. That's right. I, ye old coping saw. Old. You got to get old in there. We have with a blacksmith. E we have a blacksmith. Joel's trying to describe it. He's with us everywhere. He's making the nails on site for us. You know, it's my blacksmith. It's my personal physician. My blacksmith. <laughs> my stonemason's over there cutting the brick. Don't worry. Yep. <laughs> got a quarry out there in the back. All right, we'll let Joel finish. All right, tell us about Joel. coping just, again. We'll, it's all right. We'll. Uh, I didn't really want to explain it anyway. <laughs> no, but you have to, because I think yeah. people have to understand. So in your corners where they come together, a lot of people try to 40, miter them, which is putting 45 degrees angles and then right. pushing it together in that, in that corner. And no room. I don't know that I've ever run into a perfectly square corner. So trim will be off a little bit. Um, Gap, there will be gapping, and there has to be a gap. Yeah. I mean, you know, you're, and and typically, they're going to be a little offset too because of that. So when you 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 run it, you run a piece of trim all the way to the to the corner, flat, flat, but join it to the wall. The other one, you cut to the the bevels or the the profile of the trim that's already up there. Which sounds easy, right? It's simple, but not easy. It's a simple concept, right. but not easy to do because coping. Whew, nope. It's very, I'm it's out. not, it's no. not as, it's, it's not. And that's where you start to appreciate wood. So if you get like inexpensive trim that's really made out of paper, mm-hmm. is, right? I mean, it's like, isn't it just like crushed paper? Yeah. Foam stuff yeah. Or, yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't want to cope very much. Yeah. Very, it wants to come apart, you know? So you, Wood is probably easier because it doesn't want to come apart, <laughs> and then you ha- you get it right, and when you match it up, it looks like it was supposed to be there. It's yeah. magic. Yeah, it's magic. It's a beautiful thing, but not easy. And there's value in hi- hiring someone because when it's done right, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And when it you, is. And when you like, when I try to do it myself, it's not beautiful. Right. And I can't <laughs> disguise the fact that it's not. Beautiful. You can't, you can't, I can't hide un, it. I can't unsee Well, especially it. for you. Like people that come over, they might overlook it, mm-hmm. but they won't get the same feeling. That's for sure. They won't, it's just a different, it's finished work warms up every space. Oh, it yeah. elevates the whole space. Well, I mean, I just, yeah. I think it's funny that Chris is talking about, oh, the sofa will hide it or I'll just cock this thing. Cause it's funny. Cause when somebody hires me to do the job, there's an expectation on on the level that they're going to get, which there should be. But then, you know, 
it's sometimes people are like, oh, I did that over there. And you look at it and you're like, and you're holding me to what expectation? <laughs> well, because of that, I would yeah. hold you to that expectation. That's why. Because I'm like, look what I can do. That's yeah. crappy. <laughs> so they can't look anything like, I know what it's not supposed to yeah. look like. That's what's going yeah. on there. Or if I they say, so. I did this over there. Can you make my other corners look just like that? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> the answer is no. It's like holding, going to the, like the barber and saying, "I'd like," then holding up a picture of a flock of seagulls, uh, the oh, band, no. and being like, "I'd like this." <laughs> <laughs> They're like, "I can't know. Like, do not produce that work." That's funny. <laughs> I, I the 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 finished work though is is some you know if we're talking about stopping in the middle like or or adding and you know changing changing. Finishes that makes me cringe. I know it's oh, that would be, you know, wow. You know, I mean, and, money. And I always, I couldn't afford to hire people in the past, so I did a lot of tried to do a lot of things myself. And there is an appreciation for having it done professionally because it's pristine when it's done. You can, I can definitely tell a difference. For me, I'd hire it done. I'm not right. I. I'm not a good DIYer. That's how you and I got here. Joel, like, was brought up in that. In the like, that's a family business. So, yeah, you've had experience with that that goes back before you can remember. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Just being around it, and nothing really replaces that day in day out practice. He grew up with cope corners. That's right. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> not now, Joel. I'm coping. Yeah. And he didn't really know what I'm meant. coping yeah. with Joel. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be his podcast, Coping, <laughs> coping with Joel. Yeah. When we come back, I guess we'll cope some more with Measure Twice. This <laughs> is Measure Twice. Welcome back to Measure Twice. I'm Rob Perugini, along with Joel Graber from Graber Customer Modeling and Chris Kramer from C. Kramer Interiors. This is the show that helps you envision your home's potential. You're listening to us on Miss Shannon's News Talk 95.3 MNC. We're brought to you by Leatherman Supply. Everything, windows, doors, cabinets, and countertops with the showroom now open in Granger next to C. Kramer Interiors. And Hoosier Hardwood Floors, Miss Shannon's trusted and valued experts on hardwood floors. You can visit them at HoosierHardwoodFloors.com. We're talking about changing and midstream, mid-whatever. Yeah, I mean, what started it was the idea of a consistent changing before you even, like in the planning process, because right. that bogs it down. Mm-hmm. Right. That think, needs to be emphasized. Because you think you have a direction, then all of a sudden, here's another direction, I'm thinking. Yeah. And then... So you try to accommodate that one, and then I was like, oh, I don't really like that one. Oh, wait, how about this one? <laughs> so, right. you know. And unfortunately, that's not uncommon. Right. No, because, you know, you the internet and the world does not stop feeding stimulation to everybody. Well, yeah, that's the truth. That is the truth. Here's a picture I saw on House. Here's a picture I saw on Pinterest. Yeah. Well, the, and it's a tidal wave effect, right? Because once you're a shopper, right? If I'm doing you know, with a the project, algorithms and everything, yeah. you're gonna now you're gonna get a whole bunch. Exactly. Well, and then but they don't understand is okay. That concept is great for that space, but it doesn't transition to yours. Right. It's not going to work in your space. 
kind of like taking a picture of a hairstyle to your stylist and say, make me look like this. Right. It doesn't happen. <laughs> and then right. they look at me and they're like, that, your hairline won't support that. And you're like, wait a minute. I want to look like Sonny Bono. Yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> Everybody's going, who? Who? Yeah. <laughs> who the heck is that? Bowl haircut. That's all I need to say. Oh my gosh, that's right. Yeah. Or the Dorothy Hamill on a guy. <laughs> <laughs> now they're all like, Dorothy Hamill, now I've really lost everybody. <laughs> Funny. She was an ice skater, famous for her haircut and the Olympics. Yes. Mm-hmm. But in that order. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but th- there's a little bit of stress that is induced. Oh, with that, and it's not. I'm not talking about you. Well, but I wasn't necessarily saying you guys, right? Because it's for everybody. It's stress. It's a stress for everybody. Exactly, because your stuff never feels done if you're constantly shopping for change. Well, and the reason people shop for change is, I think this is just they can't, they can't conceptualize or visualize what's being proposed. Yeah. So we have to make drawings and and do everything possible we can so they can visualize it and say oh now i get it right it and, is hard and if you're, you're trying to build a trust at the same time where that even the things that they can't necessarily visualize they trust that you have their best interest and their vision also right because it's their base and we yeah. want to make sure we're accommodating and giving them what they need and want for their space yeah absolutely and they're they've had their space reinforced like if you as if you're listening and you're thinking about your home, right? How much reinforcement have you had visually? You know, days, day after day after yeah, day, yeah. seeing the same thing. When it changes, <clears throat> it's really hard to undo that hardwiring in your mind to see what's next, right? Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. And it's it, you know, I sometimes I forget what it's like to be the client until I'm the client. <laughs> and then I realize, oh, I understand now why they have the anxiety or the yeah. or the the questions that they have because all of a sudden now you're it's not you're on that end and even though I do this every day, it's like, oh, what about this? Maybe we should do this. You know, it's I I go through the same process, right? And, and you know, <laughs> and I should and know Chris better. Is, Chris is probably with his own projects, probably the worst at like not being able to make a decision you're right can't do itself. it can't do it i want to hire a designer to help me <laughs> do my house make help me make some decisions it might i can't be, do it might be an interesting exercise <clears throat> i, I can't do it that's i pity the designer that comes in there like oh can you imagine the pressure yeah that'd be a lot of pressure like, i can't use that person their jacket doesn't match their socks <laughs> <laughs> that's i can't wrong believe that you wore tweed with that what <laughs> How gauche. Yeah. No. <laughs> but you're right though. You you when you become the relive when you when you when, start to walk in the shoes mm-hmm, of the customer mm-hmm. and you And it makes me appreciate what they're what they're going through. Yeah. So the next time I'm working with someone I can I pull back on those feelings that I had understanding where they're coming from and so you it, it, you have to be patient. You really have to be patient. Right. And listen. Yeah. Right. It's the the stress that I I'll feel is like so so a lot of times people have an idea of when they want to do things because that's something that's always asked right away. How soon can you get to this? And if we start talking about time frame and then they start 
changing what they want to do. Well, now I'm thinking, okay, well, we're, I'm not sure we can be in the time frame that you were hoping to be in because now we're, we're kind of, come, we're, we're taking a step back. And, and so it, it keeps us from moving forward. And in the meantime, I've got other people who are making decisions and wanting work done. Uh, so, it, you know, right. That creates a, a little bit of stress. Well, here's the thing. Like, you, you, uh, please you, just make a decision so that we can move forward. <laughs> you can't change time. No. But that's the, you know, there's <clears throat> a 60 minutes in an hour and that's not going to be different tomorrow. It's going to be the same thing. But <clears throat> I think where Chris is going is sometimes they're, they're not, they don't come about it. They look at time at, at finishing times. They don't, a customer's maybe their responsibility isn't to really think about the production time. They just think about the end time. And when your roles, you have to be great salespeople at explaining the production time, mm-hmm. <laughs> the the time it takes, as opposed to the last day you'll be there. You you know the difference. You you know what yeah. I mean? Because I think they run into people. To they probably run into some contractors. And and professionals possibly that are also in that boat where they just look at when they're going to be done, and and they just can put a date out there, and they're like, well, if I'm on ten percent on either side of that date, it's probably fine, you know. Eh, you know that might be a little that'll get a little weird if they change their mind. Something changes in the in the beginning if they don't if nobody has a con a concept of the production time it takes. Do this is all we're. You know that's the point. Well, production time isn't just the actual physical work; it's 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 producing the plan, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And it was always going to go back to the, a good plan. Yeah, a good plan allows for some change. Probably, you know, better than a bad plan allows for change, right? But if you're thinking, if you're in the middle of a project, if somebody's listening, they're in the middle of the project right now, um. I think that we, what we would want to get across is that, Hey, you hired our professionals for a reason. You should bring up what you want to change. Your expectation should be as more of a consultative, like, can we do this? Mm-hmm. You know, what does this mean? What does it mean in cost? What does it mean in time? You know, because I don't feel I don't get the vibe from your businesses that you would mind so much. Like, no, it's like I mean, change happens all the time, right? Yeah, because as as you're going through the process, which it's a process, you you might realize that oh, now that that's opened up, maybe I can utilize this for something else. So then you then they'll say, hey, we saw this. Wonder, can we do this with it? And it's yeah. like so things like that happen all the time. There's there's usually room for great ideas. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> right. But Usually. you don't see them until you're working through something. Right. And then it's all like, because it, it, it may not be revealed in the initial planning stages. Then all of a sudden, as you're opening up a wall and you've got a cavity and it's like, oh, can I do a, what if we did this with right. this space? Because I, and I'm going to pick on Joel. <clears throat> I've never met anybody that wants to do something cool more than Joe. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like if it's cool, like, oh my goodness. Is, all, this is a perfect time. We all want to do cool because we yeah. do, we sometimes get too much of the same old, same old, and it's nice to do something different and fun and right stretches your imagination or your creativity. Right, and with with 
the you know I think social media sometimes gets in the gets in the in the way a little bit because now more than ever when you finish a project, I bet seventy percent of your customers when you're done immediately put their stuff up on social media, like a, next day, like it's done. Oh, I'm in my new kitchen. You know, I'm in my maybe maybe uh, I've never checked. I don't either. That's what's beautiful about you guys. It's 1975 over there. <laughs> What's social media? <laughs> I don't want to alarm you, but they're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> and, and and you want that, by the way. You know, as if I were your business consultant, I'd be like, yeah, welcome that. Because you, you guys do really good work, right? But part of that drives the bus on when and what it looks like, is all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. You know, and that, that stimulation also leads to hustle, mm-hmm. right? You know, and getting through this project. When we come back, let's wrap it up. Let's talk about, let's try to put a, a handle around what room can you change the most? This is Measure Play. to measure twice i'm rob perigidi along with chris kramer you can hear him laughing in the background. sorry <laughs> from c kramer interiors and joel graber from graber customer modeling this is the show that helps you envision your home's potential you're listening to us on michigan's news talk 95.3 mnc we're brought to you by leatherman supply everything windows doors cabinets and countertops with a showroom right next to c kramer interiors and granger and hoosier hardwood floors michigan is trusted and valued experts on hardwood floors you can visit them at HoosierHardwoodFloors.com because if Santa brings the sleigh in your house and you have hardwood floors and he scratches it up a little bit, they can swoop Reindeer in. hooves. Yeah. Bad, Reindeer bad, hooves. Really terrible bad. for Just the floor. Out. But, and droppings. Dino and, <laughs> and droppings. Well, you'd have to handle the droppings. I don't think yeah. Dino's going to be nah, in there. With the, like uh, yeah, I don't think he's, he's going to scorch the floor. I don't yeah, know. it's specific. But, but he'll take care of those uh, reindeer uh, scratches for sure uh, on that. Um, <clears throat> of course, it's you know, Chris was. If you're like Chris is laughing because he was just hammering uh, oh, Joel on his Christmas Hallmark TV shows, <laughs> and so Chris tried to watch you know, one. It's, I've noticed that since Chris has found out about that, yeah, he's needling he, you. He has not treated me the same since. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we are no longer. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's just changed. I just look the, at him. At, I just look dynamic. at him in a whole different way. It's yeah. like <laughs> it's changed the whole. Dynamic. And I went to work and told everybody at the store, you know what Joel's guilty pleasure is. <laughs> <laughs> well, now Chris thinks when you hit your thumb with a hammer, like before, he thought you just hit your other thumb with a hammer just to make it even. Now he thinks you just leave for the rest of the day. No, yeah. I just, you know, I just you know, he hits his thumb with a hammer, and this beautiful woman shows up and says, "Oh, honey, let me kiss it for you." <laughs> My wife, maybe, yes. She's a beautiful woman. She's she is a beautiful out there woman. Over the She'd tell you to suck it up. She probably would. There's some things that she would say. <laughs> yeah, I can judge. Yeah, I can only imagine. I don't hear that she's watching a lot of these with us. Oh, she's, she's smart. Not, she does not love Hallmark movies. See what I'm saying? That's... The one I watched, there is actually a sequel. Of course. Is it really? Yes. Yes, it's called Every Other Hallmark Movie. That's, that's right. That's rolled into, rolled into. There's literally 3,000 sequels. They're yeah. all sequels. They're actually. all sequels. Funny, I love it. You can, do, you can divide them by category. The Royals. 
Royal. I got a prince for Christmas, all of those royal things, and then <laughs> California winery. Oh, yeah. Woo-hoo. That's why he watched it, because he's like, yeah. I could use some wine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's funny. I love it. Yeah, I saw somebody, like a meme or whatever, and somebody uh, uh, that somebody shared that was like, uh, I fell ha- asleep halfway through a Hallmark movie and woke up halfway through the next one. And, and it took a half an hour for me to realize it was a different movie. <laughs> it's a good oh, recipe. So good. It's a good recipe. Yeah. You know, working. It works. I'm not watching any of them, but I just know. thought there was nothing on. I couldn't figure out what to do. And I thought, I'm going to just try one of these. <laughs> it took me two nights because I couldn't. I had to. You put the trim work down. That's yeah. right. I was busy coping a corner while <laughs> Got a was on. frustrated yeah. and the Hallmark movie. Just like, I think him. I'm going to go back to coping a corner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and half hour later, oh, is that a different movie? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know. Uh, Sorry. It is. I forget what we were talking about. Oh, yeah. We were <laughs> I forgot the, the room you can change the most. Yeah. So what is the, the room... You guys don't even want to answer this. I can tell you guys got started squirming in your yeah. chairs because you feel like you're just delivering to everybody that they could just change midtime. But like in my mind, if you're remodeling a kitchen, I feel like that is easier to change midway or change things in than a bathroom. No, no, because you with the appliances that you have to ac- accommodate for. Are you talking about changing after? Through the process? Yeah. Oh, because cabinets are ordered, things are measured, yeah. appliances, everything has to fit. I mean, specific. really, the bathroom is very difficult to change, too. Yes. Yes. Once yes. things are, once the process is started, you're kind of locked into some stuff. You might be able to change a mirror style or a light style, but typically, you're, everything's, if you're starting that, are you talking about when it's already started? Yeah. Oh, right. when it's already started, you've the fixtures are already ordered. Cabinets are ordered. Countertops, name you might be able to change that up to a certain point, but yeah. it pretty much you're locked in. So, and I thought countertops would be the hardest to change, but no, because typically you can you can well, we try to have that selected, and then once that's selected, a lot of times the slab's ordered, and you own it, and you own it, right? That and the cabinets are a good it, point, right? Because right. like, yeah, you're they're they're already been field measured and probably already based ordered on and, appliances yeah. based on yep. yeah, where you, your electricity is based you could on change appliances but it would have to fit into the parameters that are already decided on right you if you're going to change you want to change in the planning stage not in the construction you can't alter right once it started but if you were doing like a bedroom a square room that's just a room Maybe putting in a, a closet, making it bigger. I know there's a point of no return on all that, but they sound like easier rooms to deal with. Yeah, because yeah. you're not dealing with as much customization. Well, the, yeah, the changes that you're making, you can make drastic changes within some of the choices there, but the changes aren't as drastic as far as like you don't have all of these parts and pieces that are. Dependent, I think either yeah, the, right. the changes aren't dependent on right, right. many other things. Like you have, might have windows, and they're going to stay that far apart. Now you, we've talked about you can move windows, right? But you'd want to know that up front. You're not yeah. going to move a window mid project on a uh-uh. 
not tipping on no them. right there are some immobile things but in a what i'm hearing you say is in a kitchen and a bathroom there's a long list of immobile things mm-hmm. that you've ordered measured yeah they once, are certain sizes yeah because once that <clears> plan's <throat> been approved and everybody signs off on it and stuff's being ordered stuff's being stuff's ordered in. yeah it, it's you really can't right stairs i think you couldn't change your mind on either if you're moving stairs they're moving that's typically true. And that's the thing. And there's some obvious things, right? If you're doing a basement, you know, refinishing a basement, you probably have some leeway down there too, because you're just kind of making everything as you go. If you're making rooms, right? You're a lot just- of times. Yeah. I mean, sometimes a lot of, a lot of homes built from like the nineties on are already, you know, the, there's already some, a lot of times there's plumbing that was already put in for a bathroom. Right. So you might be kind of locked in for like where your bathroom down there is going to set, but that, but still, there's some leeway there as far as size and right layout, right? And you know, unless you're moving like a hot water heater, you know that yeah. that might be something you want to know up front, <laughs> you know. But there are rooms that are <clears throat> easier to m- manipulate in the middle of a project than others. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to change anything, change the furniture. So that I don't have to deal with it. <laughs> Chris is like, you shut up yeah. about that. Yeah, he's like, no, no, that couch is coming. Yep. And eh, once it's ordered, once it's ordered, yeah, it's that's coming. right, that's right. But at the, some point in time, the I think where where we're going with this whole you know conversation really is that the in the beginning you you make lots of decisions that ha- will they have a the carry through and they're very immobile, rigid decisions in the beginning that dictate how the thing's going to go. Right. Um, I was surprised that, you know, if you own the, if you hold off on ordering your countertop in a kitchen, you probably can change it. I think you run into the, will it be here in time? You know, well, you can't (laughs) counter if it's a solid surface, you can't, they can't template for it until the cabinets are set. Right. So in my world, you have up until that time to figure out a countertop if you if you're not a hundred percent on what yeah. you selected, right? But once it, but once the cabinets are set, we need a decision because they want to template it, get you it really ordered, want and get it cut. For yeah. <laughs> well, you do, but yeah. Sometimes if we're working with granite, that gets a little trickier. We try to get that you selected. Pick out your, yeah. You're you're choosing a slab because every slab's different. Right. We're out of time. All right. Thank you so much for listening. This has been Measure Twice. Podcasts by Federated Media.